welcome to Cardition It. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi. How are you? I mean, you didn't say a podcast about all things Kardashian, and I got so confused. Oh my god, I didn't. <laughs> That's like probably the well, hopefully the first and only time. Yeah, it is. I was like, what? It's well, because there's so much. I shit mean, my going brain on. is fried because there's a scandal on our hands. Oh my a full-fledged scandal has finally a scandal worked out in our advantage uh, because we it happened never time out with the actual scandals i feel like although this is horrible news. i know that's why i texted you i was like this is a gross story and also like i'm glad the timing worked out but like ugh. so maybe we'll just cover this tristan chloe cheating scandal and then we and can. then talk about like what our lives are like sure um whatever's going on with me is not as interesting no i mean unless you're cheating on tim (laughs) are you this would be the forum i would definitely talk about tim's in the back i'll call him in here and say (laughs) i got bad news buddy hey bud no this is wild okay so there's been an explosion i'm sure everyone knows but earlier today there were reports that exploded across the internet of Tristan Thompson kissing an unidentified woman at a nightclub over the weekend in New York. She has been identified Oof. as Lanny. What did I say her name was? Blair. Lanny Blair, 28. She's an Instagram model. Aren't they all? She has 360,000 followers on Instagram uh, and she, re- according to page six, regularly posts pictures of herself in revealing outfits. Interestingly, she has very recently turned her account to private. That checks out. So Chloe is nine months pregnant home in Cleveland. Fucking Tristan Thompson's in New York City. Oh, yeah. He's not there. Huh? He's partying he's at a nightclub. With this woman, you clearly see Tristan's face in like a lot of photographs, and then he's like talking to this woman, and then you see what looks like him kissing her, right? Yeah, the kiss is a hard one to. It's like because he's his hood. There's like his hood is up, right? So it's a little obstructed. So we were texting about it uh, yeah. with Trisha earlier, and she we thought like initial thoughts were maybe this is not true, right? But then I think that internet detectives. I was looking in our the old keeping up with the car gurus. Yes. Right? And people were really breaking it down. Uh, this is the Facebook group and like comparing side by side screenshots and like proving it's like pretty clearly him. Also, then very quickly after that, for the first time that I have seen were reports of Tristan in October. Yes. Mere days after Chloe's first like pregnancy leak announcement. Yes. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Or I don't know, guys. The timing is very fuzzy. It's hot in LA today. It's really hot. Um, so, but in the, he, he's at a club with these two women where he's making out with both of them, motorboats one of them, <laughs> and then like rubs his dick from having a hard on. I mean, they're definitely having a great time together. <laughs> I mean, it is, and it's like, and then he like looks straight at the camera and smile. Like it's so great. It's so egregious. It's just so wild because. I don't the idea that you I was texting it was like the idea that you could be a gigantic famous basketball player dating one of the most famous women alive and like openly 
it's just, it just is like baffling in terms of like choices, you know, like how could you have like the judgment it would take to just be like, yeah, people won't know. And it's like, you are no, so he, famous. He, I don't think he for a moment thinks people won't know. But I feel like on some level you have to be like trying to keep it on the DL. Like what? That's I so mean, there's crazy. pictures of him. There's photographs of him walking into a hotel with this girl. Yeah. And there's pictures of her with her arms around him at a nightclub. There's pictures of her leaving the hotel the next day wearing the same clothes. Like and she's like got an overnight bag with her. It's insanely egregious cheating it's not just like cheating this is cheating where he he clearly doesn't he because he knows there's cameras around and he doesn't seem to care well somebody in that carcaroos group was from cleveland and they were like i mean obviously it's all like sixth hand but they were like oh it's like a known fact in cleveland like women in cleveland no like she's like a friend of my friend hooked up with him like (gasps) it's like a known thing no i should find it but it was like a whole she was just like yes this is just like a very known fact well it shouldn't surprise us at all because (laughs) he did get with chloe while having maybe maybe he had broken up with this pregnant maybe like maybe in best case scenario he got his girlfriend pregnant and then was like you're pregnant great i'm dumping you hey chloe nice to meet you and started dating her that's the very best case but more realistically he had a pregnant girlfriend met chloe kardashian and realized she was interested in him and then started having an affair and broke up with his girlfriend he's bad news yeah i think the internet is not being very kind to a man who seems to have done this twice <laughs> like very publicly i mean the idea that it's like oh so somebody had it was like had a nickname like third trimester tristan oh no which it's like hey man <sighs> i'm glad lebron hates him and i oh, yeah, do what too is, i haven't seen this what was lebron's i don't remember but i hate him <laughs> and so does lebron okay so i'm gonna read from mariah's yes uh mariah oh, yeah, i haven't our, seen any of her takes on our it. beautiful sweet mariah smith also she's freelancing guys if you want to hire her hire her up she's on twitter. a genius and such a funny she's writer. at m-r-i-a-h on Twitter. The funniest. So this season on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Chloe and Tristan Thompson. So she calls them TDD, Tristan Thompson, comma devil, uh, <laughs> announced their pregnancy. That scene was filled filmed August 25th, 2017. However, about a month and a half later, Tristan Thompson devil was recorded cheating on Chloe with at least two women. That was on October 7th. So remember the scene that where they announced their pregnancy was October, uh, August, August 25th and then cheating on October 7th. So that is two weeks after announced. No, I'm sorry. That is five weeks (laughs) Or six after. I don't, you know what? It, I'm not doing bad. It's bad, it's it's bad, bad as what it is, is it's bad. What else happened on October 7th? Chloe departed Cleveland alone for a trip back home to LA. Huh. And just two days later on October 10th, Chloe filmed herself in post fake pregnancy uh, test bliss. Meaning to me that whole TTD was getting his satanic little D wet <laughs> in DC. Chloe had no idea that just days prior, her baby's father was stepping out. Let me just say that these are facts. I would love to have keep to myself, but these here are troubled times. <laughs> you got to follow Mariah. If you aren't currently, yeah, she's just no the best truly doing the Lord's work. Oh man. I mean, the question is what, 
next? What I do we think? I have a very... I'm very worried that what's next will be Chloe ignores it and pretends like everything is fine. But, you know, there is a part of me that believes that, like, so some people did know about this October cheating scandal, but it was mostly, I mean, they must have. Yeah. Uh, All of a sudden today it's all, like, blowing up. Right. Part of me believes what has happened is Chloe is, has known about this the whole time, Mm -hmm. but this leak publicly in her late like late pregnancy sent her through the roof and she said release it all because i think there is enough Mm. like conversation between her and different tabloids that she Mm. can suppress information or not yeah and that she was like you want to know something and i bet she like let it all go that what an interesting take because guess what she got her baby I've been singing a lot of Ace of Base since this came out. Like, <laughs> oh, that she wants is another baby. I just, I wonder, like, because I feel like they are in a position as a family. The they always ha- are kind of forced to acknowledge, even if it's like yeah. behind, like a little bit behind. They're kind of forced to, right? Like, there's no way around it, especially because of the show, right? We know that like this stuff plays out, and then we expect it, and all this. So it's like. There has to be some acknowledgement of it. And it's like, yeah, like, is it going to be like, uh, like, does he public apology and like him to the curb? You know who needs a man? Someone who literally financially relies on them. Like, yes, if she doesn't need him. Kick him to the curb. Now, if she were like, she's got to be way richer than him. Oh, well, it doesn't even matter richer or not. Like, even if he made 50 grand a year, kick him to the curb. No, I just mean for curiosity. sake, It dawned on me. I mean, I don't, maybe, but basketball players make a lot of money. Um, but I think I could see like in a world where someone gets cheated on and they're young and uh, pregnant that they would need to stay with the father just because like it's impossible and so scary and hard. Yeah. But she and Kylie are going to be raising their babies alone sooner or later. They might as well do it now. <laughs> I mean, not alone. Somebody They'll said, have many. Nannies. Somebody else said that in the group. Like I was sure it was going to be Travis Scott. Before well, him. surely Travis Scott has, uh, but Travis, if Travis Scott's cheating, it's with like very no, it's like, you know, it, no uh, one cares. No one's filming Travis Scott anywhere unless Kylie's around. I mean, I just, the men, the men in this, in this circle, it's so rough. It's so, oh man. And like, <sighs> it's so rough that they like waited so long to like put the, sh- the relationship on the show. And then in the whole latter half of this season, it was yeah. all Tristan and they're big. Like they did the big public coming out. They did the house hunting. They did the baby shower. They did all the Cleveland episodes. Like, it's like, that's not the priority. Like obviously their real lives are, but it's just like, Oh my God, like this family, you know? And like Chloe's love life. Like, she thought that this was the one, but I mean, these are people who do not believe in therapy. I mean, yeah. And they make the same mistakes over and over. And I'm not saying this is her fault, but I'm saying that at a certain point, if the same thing keeps happening to you, yeah. you have to examine yeah. what part you play in it, whether it's just choosing the bad partner. And I think she chooses bad partners. However, the good news is Malika 
Call to arms. <laughs> this, this is your, is moment, your girl. chance. This is your moment. You guys raise the baby Get together. Back. One, you tell her, no, you do not take this man back. And then you have always been in love with her sexually. Yes. Go, this go. is a great moment. This is a great turn in the story. You help her raise her child. And over time, maybe she will develop feelings for you in that way. I, I am. I feel like. I can't imagine there being total silence like from the family right now. Everyone's locked down. Yeah. And that means it's true. When the Kardashians get quiet, that means it's a confirmation. And because also like they shoot down rumors fast. The like the club video to me is like a little bit like, I don't know. And maybe it's loud and you're like leaning in. But the hookah bar one where he's motorboating a woman and then rubbing his dick through his pants. It's very hard. To and then looks right up. <laughs> it's, that's a very tough one. I was thinking about it and I was just like, there's really no way around it. Like you can. There's just no way. It's just like it's just so wild, too, because I just celebrity is so crazy now more than ever. And it's like to not assume that like that is a, like everyone has a camera everyone all the time and that's people what I'm want saying. to like I people want to fuck with famous people's lives all the time but that's what i'm saying i don't think he wanted it to be secret he would yeah. not have done it in a public space if he wanted it to be secret but then are you just stupid into the sense of like I don't why think are you doing stupid the, i think he's a saboteur but, but like why then are you doing the like public parade of like being on the show and like doing the magazine shoots and like I think what it makes is the point? a certain man feel good about himself that he can show the world the women he can get yeah I think it for a certain type of person to have a Khloe Kardashian and cheat on her and laugh about it with your asshole buddies literally in a locker room it makes them feel so good about themselves mm-hmm. and that's why like Mariah said he's the damn devil <laughs> I mean, as if these women don't have enough hangups about like why men choose them, you I know, just feel like they all are cursed. Yeah, they're cursed by by the sins of their mother. <laughs> Chris cheating often and early, <laughs> often and early, really destined them all to be like attracted to cheaters because the person they love most is one. That's an interesting take. I mean, yeah. Not to say that she's awful, but she's hurt people deeply mm-hmm. and then was able to move on and be very happy. Like yeah. the people that they've been attracted to. Right. It's been modeled for them that like these things happen and life goes on. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just wonder, I, I wonder, knew- like I am so curious what happens next. And like, the barrage of like internet hate for him is so it's like barely it's just getting stoked right now like because the story just broke late today and so i'm just like what will the next few days i hope he gets like a broken nose soon (laughs) well i will say this like if you have to pick a cheater to have a child with and to find out they're cheating days before you go into labor probably she's going into labor right now because of it the stress of you it. might as well pick a beautiful one like tristan i was gonna say tristan is so so beautiful look you can get another boy but that baby's going to be beautiful beautiful i mean hey it will have sort of bad genes in some ways morally but maybe you can work <laughs> that out because physically perfect specimen baby oh my god he's perfect 
how crazy, I mean, not that we want anyone to like revel in the pain of other people, but if you are that ex of his, I looked her up because I was like, what was the deal? Jordan. With- yes. The- what, Jordan. What's her name? I was just looking up her name. We don't know. Um, well, because I like fell down a rabbit hole. Of, I know like, what her Instagram is. All eyes on Jordan. Oh, it is. Yes, but I don't know what her actual name is. Jordan Craig. Jordan Craig. Yeah. So Jordan Craig, who was his ex, who we don't know the deal, but seems to have been left uh, pregnant uh, for maybe Chloe. Um, God, how crazy must that be? Like you, the like, if you're her today, like watching that story, it's like right. Oh, my God. It's sort of like when Brad and Angelina broke up, everyone was like, Jennifer. Yes. Which, but that was like forever ago. So like that's not quite fair. But this was like in re- like she has a toddler with this man. Yes. And she's like, yes, he does do that. Doesn't he, Chloe? Right. And that must make you feel not even like revel in the pain, but it must validate. I was going to say, I think validation must be like, like a it must huge be like, part of it. It wasn't just me. Yes. And that it, it wasn't, wasn't just me. And it wasn't that they're because their love was destined. It's because he's bad. And that it's not about like, I'm sure she's stunning and I'm sure like a happy person who knows. But like, that's got to be hard. The idea of like looking at your ex if he left you for like a very famous public figure, Ugh. you know, and it is shoved down your throat and it is part of like the societal narrative. People watch the show. It's a whole thing. The baby, the baby's coming. You and know, there must just be this like wave of like, I'm sure she like, I'm sure you hurt for any woman being hurt if you're not a monster, but that you're like, yeah, it's not because you were like more beautiful or more successful or there was something about you yeah. that you had over me. It's about who he is, which is honestly the lesson of life you yes. know how much we make our partners behaviors about you know instead of seeing ourselves and absolutely like i'm i kind of feel like i feel so sad for chloe i like, devastated for chloe but for jordan who would in a in one um there's a a, a future timeline where where Chloe and Tristan have a spinoff and are the happiest couple seemingly in the world. And she, and she has to drive by billboards. Now that right. doesn't have to happen. It's, it's like so me, true. like, cause I feel like sometimes in our, like we're in Hollywood, uh, adjacent and that we like know people who will get successful. And like, it's like every time I see BJ Novak and I think about that one time he was mean to me at an SNL after party. He was so rude, you guys. He was mean. I know his brother and I'm friends with his brother, but literally this I probably shouldn't put on here, but I'm saying it. Well, I want to like, introduce myself to him and said, hi. Uh, and I was going to say like, oh, I'm friends with your younger brother, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, keep walking. <gasps> Marcy. <gasps> And stop it. My friend. That is like a cartoon mean thing to do. My friend Brian Glidewell was with me and he was like, he couldn't believe. And literally, I'm just I'm just name dropping right now. I was I was truly just a babysitter for someone who was on the show at the time. That's the only reason I was at a party because they had an extra ticket. So and and I, doesn't but still it's just like that's just like on a level of I human. literally sat down next to Sarah Silverman and said you will not believe what just happened to me and she's like I'm so sorry and she <laughs> was very nice I was just drunk but I wasn't doing anything wrong I was just like drunk and too I like literally walked up to Morgan Spurlock and said Morgan Spurlock big fan <laughs> like I introduced myself as him so yeah I was on one but still <laughs> I was on so one. I was definitely on one that night however. <laughs> 
it does no excuse to be very rude to someone. Also met Chris Colfer, became very good buds with him. Chris Colfer, who's that? The kid from Glee. Oh yes, of course. Yes. The sweet little gay boy from Glee. Yeah. Um. So a lot of name dropping right now, guys. All to say that like every time that I see. BJ Novak, I think all over again how rude he was to me, and it hurts me. But that's I totally but he agree. was just rude to a stranger. He didn't even like destroy my life. I know, but that stuff is. I mean, yeah, the idea of like having any connection to a public figure at all, or yes. any memory, or any relationship with like, I think that must be like a also just like a very isolating kind of like lonely. You know, like if you're Jordan, and it's just like. There are so few people who could ever relate to your experience and yeah. you and, and it's just ongoing in the public narrative. And I've like, that's got to be really hard. You're like, well, looking yeah. at you, you're just literally running into like a 7-Eleven and the cover of a magazine is like oh. Tristan holding Chloe's like pregnant belly. And you're just like, I mean, yeah, again, it's, I don't know what happened. Also, like it was just a few days ago that Chloe posted that I picture know. Of ready her for you. with her baby open with her baby, her open. baby open. I meant her belly showing, but I said her baby. I like open. baby open. <laughs> her belly showing and blah 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 blah. Um, I don't know. And and <sighs> yeah, it was the big like. It was another kind of one of these. They've been kind of leaning into a lot of these like kind of very photo shooty photos of that her pregnant and like really ro- and on her app and everything. And it's been like. I mean, that's the other thing that's so tough is it's like the way this family has to monetize everything. So it's like I don't go in her app, but you get her like ads for her app on on Insta, you know, in her stories. And it's like things I eat during pregnancy, how I do X during pregnancy, what my pregnancy cravings were like, best tips for pregnancy. She released a whole line of maternity clothes for Good American. Well, no one can take her baby away. So no, I'm not saying that. Uh, But I'm saying like it's right now it's part of her narrative has been this like pregnancy and the and the like gauzy dreamy like boudoir photos of our perfect love. And that that's like the part of like it's like that thing, that curse of like how there's like such a curse on all couples who do reality TV, you know, that it's just like it fucks up relationships. And I don't know that it wouldn't have in their case, but like, it's such a crazy curse. Yeah. It sounds like he might've been grabbing for the gold. Yes. Like it seems like he saw an opportunity to get more famous and took it. Which keeps happening to Chloe. I know. She, maybe it's time to date an, just a not famous person. Like one of her lawyers. Yes. Like I was I was watching that that video you posted of, um, I know it's not the same, but um, Seth Meyers' wife oh, yes. had her baby in the apartment lobby that mm-hmm. they live in. And it's this like unbelievable story. And he told it um, on air. And I was like, I forget. What does she do? Because I remember like, I remember knowing what she did. And then I couldn't remember and I Googled her and she's like, I mean, she's astonishing. She's by no means just like a normal person in that in the in a boring sense. But she's like a human rights lawyer who deals with like uh, the trafficking of like uh, sex trafficking and human rights crimes. Yeah, and, like, she's a good person is like, I mean, a truly very accomplished person, but like not a celebrity, you know, like not a famous person, just a person in the world. And I was like, I feel like that must be such a nice balance. Yeah. You know. It just feels really hard to date like, you know, famous people. Also, I will say that my mother always says, never believe a man who blows too much smoke up your ass (laughs) because the smoke is a screen he's using. So you don't look at something else. 
Ooh. I mean, she might just be deeply untrusting. <laughs> Do you want to catch up a little bit now? Sure. How's your week? Um, well, interestingly, I went to my first NBA game last night. <gasps> Isn't that funny timing? Yeah. And I was talking about Tristan. You were like, Tristan, Tristan, Tristan. We're so in love with Tristan. I truly was because I went with my he improv made a fool team. Of you. He really did. He shamed me. Um, I had never been to an NBA game, and um, my improv team went together. I saw your stories. Um, Cute. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in other people's. I was. I've not been storying too much, but uh, it was a uh, one of the events that you need to let people know you go to. I guess. Yes. So, um, yeah, it was just like uh, the Pelicans versus the Clippers. At Staples Center, uh, the Pelicans—they used to be a Louisiana, a New Orleans team—got sold very quickly. Oh, I th- where are they from now? I don't know. I thought they were New Orleans. Okay, I don't know. Well, I then was, I lied, everybody. No, I don't know anything. I truly, the guy. I don't think New Orleans has a team anymore. Are where are the Pelicans from? I, sh- I don't know. It's a thing I should know. I um, was at the thing. <laughs> they're like, let's go Pelicans, dude, dude, dude. I do, do. did what I do at most sporting events, which is not pay attention and then <laughs> just obnoxiously ask questions. Uh, I don't understand basketball, as Marcy knows, because I shortly played it with her. Um, you were fine. You uh, you just have a bad back. Okay, they're they're still <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. Sorry, okay. guys. <laughs> no, I just was like, oh, they weird. weren't sold. Uh, I guess. Uh, I think they changed their name. Is what happened. Yeah. I believe the Jazz used to be in New Orleans. Okay, and then they moved to Utah. That's what I'm thinking of. This okay. all makes more sense now. Okay. 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 Well, it's very Ooh. outside my realm, the whole thing. Can we thing. believe I didn't know about sports? <laughs> I know. What a, what a huge shock with me across from you, too, to really fact check you. <laughs> um, no, I don't know anything. That's why I'm in my mid-30s and have never been to a basketball game, um, even though I've like lived in L.A. and very close to the Staples Center. That's more what it was. It was one of those funny things where you're like, oh, and you realize a thing is happening all the time that you yeah. could always be a part of. And it was like very fun. And I went to like a Clippers game once, too. And we were in the like highest of the high seats. We were really high. Yeah. And I guess like one of us in the group Instagram story that we were there and someone else saw it was like, hey, I have a suite. Do you want to come down? <gasps> oh, my so God. So we got to be like in a nice suite. And I was like, I'll never do this again unless it's in a suite. <laughs> they looked so nice. Um, a very embarrassing thing happened. What? Which is that um, Dickie and I were sharing my teammate. Dickie and I were sharing a beer. Um, Cheap. I would <laughs> I would admit if I was drunk, I drove. So I wasn't. Um, and the camera guy came to shoot our like exact row while they were tossing T-shirts uh-huh. and we threw our arms up. We don't know who did it, but the beer got knocked and splashed the woman in front of us. The woman in front of you? Yes. The woman in like the seat in front of us got like a tidal wave of beer. <laughs> oh, no. It was. We got way more of it. Uh-huh. And there was not that much left. But it was so truly mortifying. Like, I have not had a public experience that was that mortifying because I had, like, no napkins or anything to help her with. And, like, I just she was as nice as you could be under the circumstances, considering how much she, like, did not want to engage with us. Because I was like, I am so, so truly sorry. But the camera was filming the whole thing. (laughs) So we were on the Jumbotron and Dickie and I were covering our faces on the Jumbotron because he like turned to us the second like it happened. So we were literally on the Jumbotron going like, <gasps> like gasping and covering our faces because we were trying to figure out how much it was on It probably looked her. like you were excited for t-shirts. Yes. And, and then my teammate was like, we're on, we're on, like hitting my shoulder. And I was like, 
like it was such a confusing moment of panic of like I, do, I can't not look engaged on the jumbotron <laughs> but that it was like wait you like ver- just really ruined someone's night and like made they're covered in beer Ugh, it was so truly 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 mortifying i left the seats early because i couldn't sit behind her i was oh, i mean it was no. the fourth quarter but i was so embarrassed because she was just like facing forward i leaned forward and was like i am truly so sorry is there anything i can do can i get you and she was just like it's fine and was like, don't engage with me. And I was like, fair enough. And then uh, I couldn't take it. I was like sitting there burning up with shame. <laughs> oh, no. I was so mortified. I couldn't because I was just like, that sucks. Um, and then everybody else like tried to make me feel better with stories of like, I got a Diet Coke dumped on me once. I, oh, yeah, I dropped I a was... hot dog on a lady. And I was like, I know, I know. But it was just like nasty, sticky beer. <laughs> Wait, and, I've ugh. done so much worse. Really? Oh, my God. Okay, many a time have I done worse stuff, okay. but my first waitressing job, I was like 16 in high school and got a waitressing job at a seafood restaurant in town. I was so excited to be a waitress because I was like, I'm going to make so much money. Also, don't like tucking in shirts because I've always had a fupa, but uh, <laughs> so that alone was bad. Luckily, there was an apron. Anyway, so I'm taking like, uh, it's like a day shift on the weekend and I have like a table full of men. And I'm taking them all their like sodas. Oh no! And I'm holding them on a tray, and I go to hand the first one to a man across the table. And as I'm leaning, all seven sodas fall off the tray no. onto one sing- no one singular man's back. Oh, and it was winter time. Oh. I That's felt a true nightmare. So bad. How was he? He well, all of his friends laughed. Okay, so See, hard. I don't think he liked it, but I think because I was so young and so mortified, he just didn't want me to feel bad. Oh my god! But truly, it was it's awful. Just a very embarrassing it's thing, awful. and it's just how the world works, and gravity works, and it's fine, and no one's trying to make somebody covered in diet coke or sodas or beer. But Coke's so much worse than beer too because it's Do you think so? I think beer is way worse because you reek. And I was like, I was right, very but nervous it's just about like driving dark, home. It's darker colored. And yes. <laughs> uh, it was all over this man's. It, like he was like he went on like a water ride at an amusement park. <laughs> That's how I felt. Oh well. Well, that was me. How about you? Let's see. Well, over the weekend, I um did a storytelling show, and then I also did. Uh, my friends, Allison and her husband, Adam work with this group called the art of Elysium. Oh yeah. They um, have like a big gala every year, right? Yeah, yeah. And they've been working with, um, for a few years, these children who are, uh, who are, uh, who have, are reconstructive surgery or facial deformities. Oh wow. And, um, Adam worked with a kid last year who was like 16 or 17 at the time and, he was saying he wanted to be a writer and Adam was like, well, if you ever write something like, like I'll help you write it. Like, yeah. so this kid wrote a play and, uh, and it's like a, a funny play that he wrote, uh, a 10, like a 10 minute play. And because of that one kid and Adam working with them, they like started working with a bunch of, like, with like other kids and elders with the same like uh, deformities and stuff. So, okay. so on Sunday I did this short play for this kid, Melvin farmer, who is just this like it, for a first play, it was good for any play, but like for this kid to be like, 
it was so good and fun. Like That's he did crazy. such a good job and we were just like, man, I, I was like, I wish I was writing when I was your age. Like th- you're already so great. But you, by the time you're like, how old is even, he? He's 17. I was oh. like, when you're like even 10 years older, like, oh, uh, and he was just so cool. And like, it feel, it was like, like, it was like fun to like do it. Cause it was like, I worked with actors that I didn't know. And it was just fun to be in a play on stage, but to also like meet these kids. And I had to leave early. So I didn't get to do like the, um, the the uh, what is it called when you hang out uh, what is it called when you hang out with people after reception okay i really got aphasia bad lately (laughs) so i need to like meet all the kids but like i we but melvin came early for the dress for for the the tech rehearsal and he was just so great and i was just like that's so cool like it was one thing to like do like a play but to be like this like they did so much good stuff i got to be like a small part of like this person's like dream of like having his play produced yeah it was just fun that like i got to do that so like that, that was it it was really great though so will it be ongoing Is uh, it like or was it like a one-off it was like a, yeah. a showcase okay. yeah so one-off but it was really fun especially as someone who's like quitting acting and stuff because it make you want to walk the boards was that, that the word let me i thought that was the term for like if you're uh doing a play like you're on the boards again oh i don't know but i still am offer only and that i didn't have to audition for and so that works for me but that was fun and then also i did a storytelling show where i told a very embarrassing story and people really laughed a lot oh good um and it was just it was that woman of size live show and it's always so fun and good um is that a regular show here it's gonna be a monthly show okay yeah and it's there were so many other like funny amazing women in it so it was just fun um and that was my weekend that's a lot and then my cat attacks me constantly you guys you have a big scar I a huge do. wound <laughs> he loves me my cat's on prozac we'll talk about it next time um well we can talk about it now uh, no, well you gotta actually get him to swallow the prozac yeah, right he's my vet gave me i had to tell the vet um I had to tell her that he's humping me yeah. and it was really embarrassing. And, um, yeah, they were like, well, he's neutered. Uh, and I was like, well, all he does is howl and all he does is make me truly crazy. And she was like, uh, I'm going to recommend cat Xanax or cat Prozac. And then, so we're starting with cat Prozac, which I didn't know. I knew I'd heard of cat Xanax, but, I um, if there's a liquid version of it. That would be a dream for me. But, um, yeah, if any of you guys have any luck well, with, um, call giving, your vet and ask like, yeah, it's only been a couple of days. Yeah. So I was just going to like try it. It's only been like four days. So uh, and he's eating some of it, but I can't tell. But we'll see everyone who's I'm sure on the edge of their seat about my very dumb cat. <laughs> All right. So back into some news. Yes. Where is it? So we have. So, well, this week, the uh, siblings, Kim and Courtney are in Turks and Caicos. Oh, yes. And they have been really... A lot of body. Oh, a lot of body. Yeah. They're... um, I feel like I haven't seen who else they're with. Like, they've only really photographed, like, each other. Well, I know that Courtney is with Eunice. Oh, okay. Because I've seen them recklessly driving a golf cart around on their Instagram stories. (laughs) And I'm... You know, the time is ticking on that relationship. Yeah. What? I wonder where that... You think they'll break up? I hope they break up. He seems so stupid. I guess she must be too, but like he's so young and he feels so young. I mean, somebody posted, it was like a 2015 photo. We already know this connection, but it was like him having lunch with Sophia Mm Richie. And like, I was like, oh yeah, 
I mean, that's already just a weird small world. Yeah. But it's like, I was like, just outside of the weirdness of the Scott Courtney layer, it's like, just age wise, you know, I was like, oh, I think of her so as like a baby. Young. I think the whole thing are just like hanging out with these Hollywood babies. Yeah. Um, but yes, it looks like a very uh, beautiful trip. People were saying on Twitter, I thought I thought this episode was in Bora Bora, but that um, people were saying it was the same spot as the famous <gasps> well, earring episode, the diamond earring. They were making jokes because it's Kim in the ocean and they're yes. like, she's. Uh, yeah. So I think she was in Bora Bora right, originally. Right, because just remember it being like that. I'm sure that wasn't the joke, but yeah. Yeah, the joke is that like, because it's Kim paddleboarding and they're like, she's still looking for the mirrors, <laughs> which is very funny. But um, Chloe had other news today before this, uh, before a scandal erupted around her, um, which is that, that I was very excited about, which is that she's producing a TV series for like Discovery. Uh, what is it? Investigation Discovery. That's called Twisted Sisters, a six-part TV series that is about, uh, I wanted to find the actual, a woman who has, it's a show about sisters who want to kill people, including each other. Isn't it a reality series? I think it's like a, a true crime. Oh, is it? Okay. I believe it's true crime because Chloe calls herself a true crime uh, uh oh it's, it's about sisters who want to kill each other so it's stories of sisters is there that many who stories? want to kill each other or i thought they were just it says producing a show about sisters who want to kill people including each other okay so but not exclusively each other no because i think some of the famous sisters that i know from like listening to all my murder things are like you know sisters who like would poison people and like, right right um so yeah um she's good she'll she'll need something to occupy her time now yeah i mean i now don't feel like she's ever like yeah that i was surprised that doesn't really feel like her brand so i was like oh she does like creepy macabre things so like that i get it like she loves like ghost hunting and stuff like that that's true. and like that's true that's and true. so i guess she's a true crime enthusiast like a lot of us it's very timely um and then i guess what was our other news that like people this Photoshop fail. Yeah, people were giving Kim a hard time on her trip for like, you know, my favorite is the like deep investigations that go mm -hmm. on with like Photoshop fails. And supposedly there's this one of Kim like standing on the deck in front of the water and that it's like, you know, a bunch of I stared at it and I was like, I don't really see it. Like, yeah, I know what are people saying is the fail. Aspect. Here was the description. It's it, for anyone who's looking. It's like a page six article and it's a picture of her in a pink bikini and the caption is morning. And here were the things that they said. If you're looking at it, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll post it so you can see it. Um, her right arm appears to have an unnatural white stripe through it, which indicates the liquify tool has been used. Her right wrist also appears to be bent unnaturally and looks like she's missing a few bones. She also appears to have adjusted her waist, which looks uneven on either side. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I've looked at it and I've looked at it and I'm like, I'm always ready to see like a, a, a big Photoshop uh, fail. But I feel like. It, yeah. Well, her rep has swooped in to say that, yeah, she used a filter, but it's the kind that adds a grainy quality to the image, not the kind that slims your waist. And you can see like on the on the corners of the image, there's like a white grainy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like the filter is. Yeah. Because that's what it more looked like to me. It was like an it's old to make it look filter. old. It's not. Um, but it's not slimming her. She works out plenty, guys. Her body is just that nuts. And we should just all come to terms with it. Like, like we. Were, yeah. It would be so. It's crazy for her to try to trick us because her body is that real. We saw it in person and yeah. it was unfathomable. And that was before she was working out with Melissa. Yes. That was her like 
old body. Her which, bad fat body. Yeah, her <laughs> shitty body. Her shitty perfect body. <laughs> now her body, it just goes to show you that you can get even better. Chloe, watch. Let Kim walk you through this. She'll hold your hand. Um, yeah, I, I call I call foul. I think that's her body, and I think we just don't want to ever admit it. We don't want to admit it. that her body is that. Well, granted, it's not all hers, but it is that good. <laughs> she owns it. She owns it. She paid for it. Um, also, one of the comments on her Instagram uh, says, <laughs> this is from, uh, uh, I think, Tristate Warrior, or Tri-State Warrior. That makes more yeah. more sense than Tristate. Tri-State <laughs> Warrior 1, my wife's going to get it tonight three times because you're so hot. Three Whoa. flames. <laughs> Tri-State? Wait, walk, I want to walk myself through that logic. So he looked at a picture of Kim. He was so turned on that he's going to have sex with his wife three times tonight. Yeah, because Kim's so hot. <laughs> he has to do something with that horny. Can you imagine if you saw your husband commenting like <laughs> on Instagram like that? I would. I don't know that I'd be mad as much as just like, can we talk? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, Thank you for wanting to give it to me three times. Tri-State Warrior is giving it to his wife and not some Instagram model. An Instagram. Kim is no Instagram model. Ugh. Okay. Uh, Did we have some emails we wanted to oh, read? Oh, um, I have one that I thought uh, we had one that oh, so we did get an emergency email from like someone being like, "It's the same." Actually, it's the same girl yeah. who wrote the the email I thought we would read. Yeah, so which read is it. Kendall Appreciation Squad. This is from Nicole, who then uh, maybe I'll if I'll read her other one really quick, but I'll get through this really quick. Um, it's called Kendall Appreciation Squad. Hey, ladies, I can't believe I'm doing this to you two beautiful butterfly babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming into your inbox and I'm appreciating Kendall Jenner. Right. First things first, she's stupid and she's spoiled. That's not the appreciation part. I just want to get that off my chest. Now for my actual praise. She's got anxiety and she's open about it and that takes a lot of guts. Watching this show is a chronically ill person. I sometimes want to cry for all of these poor kids that develop illnesses or disorders later in life because this family is so ableist. They don't believe in mental health and they've set the bar for success so high that an able-bodied person would have to work themselves to death to reach it. Disabled people in this family are pretty screwed. That's why I was scared for Kendall when she mentioned having anxiety. I figured it would be swept under the rug, but she's been really consistent about it, talking about her migraines and dizzy spells and how she doesn't really leave the house a lot of the time. Kendall's super open about all her weird little ailments, even honest about how much spicy food upsets her stomach. <laughs> a lot of times that's used to make simple people seem uh, bratty or petty or overly sensitive which is how ableism works in our society it's the kind of dismissive attitude that leads people to giving to give someone caffeinated coffee instead of decaf because that person is quote just being picky the fact that kendall is consistently open about her anxiety and her issues despite being in an environment that's pretty unwelcome to disabled people is pretty brave and if i want to stretch myself i'd say the reason she keeps her family at arm's length and feels like she doesn't need to be around them is because she's being forced to manage the burden of an illness and disability by herself and that sometimes creates resentment and necessitates a degree of distance and if she did cope with mental health and physical health problems enough to build a modeling career then i get why she feels like she did it alone despite the advantage that her family gave her with robin scott dragging the tone around health down a lot of the time it's really refreshing to see someone like kendall in the mix for all her faults She's at least an example of someone who's got a mental health disorder and is still living her best life. Then again, this could just be a long form ad for chamomile gummy bears. Who knows? That's a good joke. <laughs> thanks for reading this long email. And thanks for all the work you do on the podcast. I thought that was an interesting take. Yes. I will say like, I do appreciate that she's open about her anxiety and her acne, uh, and her acne. Um, and, um, yeah. And she's also awful, but you know, yeah. 
I th- you know what? A lot of awful people are very are like, like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Yes. Like, are they kind of awful because like they're always anxious and they're like, so like you know, I yeah. don't know. I think it's yeah. I think um, it was interesting to me because I think I don't connect necessarily like anxiety with like ableism and things like that. So it was an, and I get it. I get that take. Yeah. I just I think I don't connect um mental illness as much with like physical disability so i appreciate that like through line um and i yeah but also let's not forget that the girls also battle psoriasis yeah right is that what it is yeah psoriasis psoriasis. um i do think that they are a very ableist it's a very ableist show and she's absolutely right even if you are able-bodied it would drive you insane to think that you could like be in their world in an ableist sense but um yeah, I think they try to. I will say that. Um, so I'm like uh, three months deep into my Lexapro now or however low. And uh, realized uh, an interesting side effect recently. Okay. Uh, I was like, man, my pants don't fit. I was like, oh, yeah, I gain a lot of weight because of my legs. An already oh. fat person gained a bunch of weight from Lexapro, <laughs> which I was like, oh. Was that a conversation that you'd ever had? Like, did anybody that you... Mm was known as a side effect yeah i okay. think so okay. i think you can easily google lex pro weight gain <laughs> and people be like it make i mean that's why a lot of people don't take antidepressants ah. because it makes them gain weight totally uh, and i was like oh yeah i gotta really watch that <laughs> now i'm just wearing like sweatpants every day <laughs> it's like 95 degrees and i'm like oh boy i got too fat <laughs> i mean i was already fat but now i'm and I only say too fat, meaning that, like, I just don't want to buy new clothes. Oh, no. That's... And also, I'm like, hey. <laughs> so I was like, I guess I got to handle this. <laughs> well, but on the whole, it feels like a, it's been successful. You, right? Like, you know, there's no perfection. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to say that. That's but, not what I'm looking um, for. But, yeah, it's been successful in that, like, I can be like, well, I got fatter. And I'm like, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. So it hasn't destroyed me that I normally gaining when you realize you've gained weight where your pants don't fit. You're like, oh, yeah. Where's the rock? (laughs) Point me towards the ocean. (laughs) I'll be walking soon. Um, And instead, I'm just like, well, I guess I got to figure that out. Yeah. So I made uh, I put protein powder. (laughs) Wait, this is so stupid. Guys, this is not the fattest thing I've done recently, but it is a certainly fat thing that I've done. <laughs> <laughs> is that I wanted to make, I had rotten bananas and I was like, oh, I'll make some banana bread yeah. with protein powder. <laughs> <laughs> so How I, did it taste? I looked up a recipe that has, uh, you know, it's just, but it's truly just bananas, protein powder, and then like much less flour. Okay. No sugar. Uh, and then some uh, Greek yogurt and egg whites. That sounds so great. it has a lot of protein yeah. in it. It was fine. It was great. Did you like the taste? Yeah, I okay. ate half the loaf because uh, <laughs> I keep binge eating with my Lexapro. <laughs> I'm seeing a circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fat little laugh. All right, let's get it. <laughs> I I'm love like, your laugh. I'm chortling. <laughs> no one is using that word nearly enough. It just delighted uh, me. Because it's only a fat laugh. No. <laughs> 
turtle, turtle, turtle. You know what, guys? Part of body positivity is knowing that you don't have to like it, but it's happening, and I'm positive of it. <laughs> I'm positive my body is happening right now. This is my body positivity. I'm anyway. positive my body is happening. <laughs> Look, I don't love it, but it's happening, and I have to accept it. <laughs> Oh boy, it's gotten bigger, <sighs> not necessarily better, but definitely it's happening. All right. Oh, sorry. So got me good. We are we on do this episode? episode, season one, episode three. Three. Brody in the house. Brody in the house. I would argue not the main headline of no, this episode. I was surprised by the, ep- the title. I was like, that wasn't really the story of this they episode. They didn't know how to do this back no, then. they didn't know how to make this show at all. <laughs> they were like, I guess in episode three, all of a sudden we'll start throwing up uh, titles for who each person is. <laughs> in the in middle a, of the screen? In a weird, like, cursive font? Yeah, in the, it was like the font that they would use for people who would... Im- put like princess on their butts yes it was like that or the letter of kim's huge letter k yes all of a sudden episode three i was so confused i thought they didn't say everyone's name they didn't say chris's or courtney's but you know like it was weird i mean i feel like they were making this show with a 800 dollar budget and they were they started editing it on sunday morning to air sunday night (laughs) Yeah, and it was like, like oh shit, it is shit, shit, the shit. most slap together cr- pile of crazy. Yeah, but yeah. So the the real storyline of this episode is that the girls are asked to do a girls gone wild from swimsuit line. Joe Francis. The story starts with good old buddy Joe calls from jail. A very upbeat phone call from jail. Chris is like, oh my god, Joe, <laughs> Joe, oh Joe, how do you have time to call me in jail? Dude. Like, does she think the jail's full of business so meetings? Busy. He was like, yeah, there's not really a lot to do. Um, and she's like, ha I have lower eyelid liner on right now. <laughs> All of the that eyeliner. is my pet. I know. You, ever since you pointed Ooh. it out, this is this episode. They because it was the photo shoot. They really they used a pound of uh, liquid. Uh, Imagine. Um, so he. He's like, hey, I have a huge campaign. We're talking billboards. We're talking uh, magazines. And Chris is like, sign my little babies up. We're doing it. I don't care about the integrity of anything in the world. You felon, I trust my daughters with you. (laughs) You felon who makes money off exploiting young women's bodies. Um, That Chris is the mother who hears... Hi. Um, so we have a Girls Gone Wild swimsuit line, and she's like, yes, which is perfect because it sets us up for next week's episode. Also, so well. they showed some of the swimsuit lines, and one looked like a tunic. Yes. <laughs> one. I didn't understand these swimsuits a lot. They we'll were get- all. One was like a. Uh, um, like it just in like when she was like Ashley Page is a huge designer and they just showed some of her previous designs. Yes. And one was like a uh, uh, um, a denim bustier. <laughs> Yes. I mean, again, the mid-late aughts are rough. It is very rough to revisit. And this one was particularly rough. I was like, this is painful. But also, so this is a dumb question, but like, is it, I didn't look this up. Is it Ashley Page by Girls Gone Wild? Like, I guess Ashley Page is the designer. So Girls Gone Wild, Joe Francis was releasing it, but she's the designer. But the bathing suit line is Ashley Page. I don't know how it works. It's all probably. she, but Yeah. So uh, pretty quickly, they're like, okay, we're all going to do it. And they're like, even Chloe? They're like, yeah, even Chloe. We have to. (laughs) Uh, Chloe's like, yeah. And then they make the choice to not tell Bruce. In this episode, Caitlin, slash formerly known as Bruce, 
looks like a Midwestern mom. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of look going on. Her face back then when she was presenting as male was so bad. Well, it was also this because the facelift comes in later, yes. right? The next because there's another facelift that comes in. It is amazing what money can do. Oh, my God. Because now Caitlin is so beautiful. So beautiful. It re really making the case for plastic surgery, to be I honest. I mean, these women, they really all are. Chloe too. Yes, they look amazing. They've How did only Chloe get a new hair. A, a new whole hair. new hair. I mean, what a great question. Her hair is so consistently bad so far in this first season. It is like a stringy little dark mop on her yeah, head. Yeah, she has like female like thinning hair yes. too. It's not. It's like a very may just be very oily or product heavy. I don't know. Okay, we'll never get to the bottom of it. They decide to go to Puerto Vallarta to our beloved Casa Amara. Aramara. <laughs> Is that what it's called? That's the house that they always go to. That they yeah. still go to. That's like the like, Joe Francis house. Oh, look at all these different colored fabric couches. <laughs> look at this living room that can have 600 people in it for it's some reason. It's too big of a it's house. It's too big. We get it. It's big. Also, it's open. were they drinking the night before a photo shoot? Um, 1000% Chris is blind drunk I have not I will say this this is me I may be going out on a limb I don't know that I've seen her so visibly drunk on camera is the scene when she was like that's really important <laughs> you guys look your best tomorrow sorry so she go to bed her eyes are shut sorry my darling daughters it's time for you girls to go get some beauty sleep fam <laughs> she flies to go meet Joe Francis in jail. Um, yeah, maybe they're having a little rendezvous. I mean, so yeah, all the girls go to bed, and then in the morning they wake up and they're like, "It's too early. <laughs> Fuck you for waking us up." Oh wait, wait, sorry, go ahead. No, that was it. We forgot a very important scene, what? which is when they arrived and Kim started crying. Oh yes, the spider. Because also, I couldn't tell if Chris was pranking her or not, but she said that there was a spider on Kim's shoulder, and now we have learned over the course of these many seasons that there is no way to unravel Kimberly Kardashian sooner and quicker than to tell her that there's a spider near her or on her. Doesn't she seem so young in that moment? Yes. Yes. It reminded me of like that. I like identify with that feeling of like, yeah, like your sibling pranking you, you know, and you're like, stop. She's literally crying. crying and bawling. Courtney is such a bitch. Drama queen. Cam. She's like a, uh, anything for attention. Courtney was so jealous of Kim at this time. She is out. The whole theme, the theme of this episode is how just like she nags Kim all day. Oh my God. It's crazy. So the next morning they wake up and they're like, fuck her for waking us up. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, what a different story they tell these days. Yes. When they got like a good, like no wonder why people hated them back then. Yes. They, well, I think we ended up hearing it from that photographer or from that designer later, you know, this thing about like. Like who this is the difference between models and like whatever these girls are. Yeah. And that it's and like she literally says whatever they are, whatever they are. And it's a shot of them being the laziest little bitches. It's literally court sprawled out just like canoodling with Scott who's there for some reason. Oh, Scott and his weird hair. And his old teeth. I can't get over his old teeth. Oh, boy. And Rob's just kind of like standing around being slim, but still having big nipples. <laughs> being slim, but having big nipples. I don't understand. <laughs> but they basically have this insane. Remember this when he complained about China's nipples? He should talk. Did he? Remember when he's like, she used to have perfect little nipples. And now they're ruined. Jesus Christ. What a misogynist. I hate his fucking guts. Um, so the f they have this photo shoot. They take a long time to get ready. They have this photo shoot. And this photo shoot. 
is so odd. There's a giant dollar sign sandcastle. It's so tacky. It's so ugly. It's so ugly. It's so ugly. You and just realize you can shoot. You can you can go to the most beautiful places in the world and still make shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just also garbage. You can Courtney, bring it wherever. This is where Courtney's like, watch your jiggly ass. Yes, to Kim. And Cor- Chloe's like. Don't be a hater. Don't do that. She doesn't. She I doesn't. Have Kim, a I got your back. <laughs> I'm the fat one now. <laughs> and like, it's very clear that she's like, you won't take this from me, Courtney. I'm the fat, nasty one. Kim's perfect. <laughs> Normally, I hate her too, but no. Not when this camera is rolling, I will be defending my beautiful sister, Kim. It's the first time, though. Like, yes. Normally, she's really shitty to her. But yes. I was like, Courtney, you're so jealous. Oh, my God. And, but Chloe very astutely says, that is what makes her money. I thought that was such a good line. I was like, you got to respect that that ass is the reason you guys literally are there with cameras That's on why you. Courtney's so jealous. Yes. That faded away after time when Courtney completely lost herself. <laughs> you know, thank God Courtney <laughs> lost herself completely because she, she really relaxed and sort of centered. <laughs> when she lost all sense of purpose and self and when she stopped being like, there's no hope for me as an ambitious, beautiful woman, I when guess she, I'll give up and hang around terrible <laughs> men and have a bunch of kids. I, she, she got a lot chiller. <laughs> she moved into Erewhon <laughs> oh, and only became a spokesperson for the most inconsequential things in the world. <laughs> Honey. Honey. I make smoothies of avocados. Oh, yeah, avocado purees. Oh. We love Courtney. We, we love do. Her. We're talking about past Courtney. Courtney. We're, we're talking about uh, BC. BC. Um, yeah, they get like, they all start shaming their own bodies, and it's really crazy to watch because they are so hot. Um, and then, but meanwhile, should we hop back to yeah, what's we happening? Hop back, yeah, this is one where you can't do the storyline. No, you gotta go. Intertwined. Intercutting. Yeah, so we have Caitlin <laughs> is with the girls back home. They're doing great. Brody comes to visit. Uh, the and famed Brody Jenner, who Brody. I was a sight for sore eyes, I got to say, as a big time Laguna Beach and um, Hills head. Or I guess he wasn't on Laguna, but as a Hills watcher, which I was my lifeblood for many years. I was like, I forgot Brody is so stupid and so hot. He's a babe. Hot. Ooh, God. Babe. Um, so he's visiting old uh, uh, Caitlin, mm-hmm. also known as Bruce to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's... Uh, is talking about he's like oh yes yeah, so the girls are down doing girls going wild and he's like and oh, Caitlin's like what what record scratch I guess I'll go pack up my bag I'll do what anyone would do immediately charter a plane and fly there to make my point also wait go, let me jump back to Joe Francis's plane oh, they're yeah. like oh my god it's so luxurious and it fits 12 people and then they drink champagne out of wine glasses which <laughs> I feel like would not fly today no. and they pass <laughs> out shit ass drunk on the plane I would go. I would wager a guess that none of them remember this weekend whatsoever. No, only maybe Kim because she doesn't drink. But yeah. I think that like there is a solid chance that certainly Chris uh, and Scott have no con. No, they would not remember a moment of this episode. No, if you told me that ten years ago Chris and Scott had an affair, <laughs> yes. I'd be like they probably did and they don't know it. Yes. So yeah. So Bruce uh, Bruce packs up. Yeah, Caitlin packs up. She's oh, sorry, gonna go. Caitlin. Yeah. Uh, she's going to go down, leaving Brody with the girls. Yes. Which is, 
I'll never get over. I mean, for anyone who's like wants to go back, it is so I mean, there's so much that's so wild about how different everyone looks. But seeing little Kylie and Kendall is really overwhelming. So like I was like watching because they're truly little girls. And Which one like, calls him uh, brother from another mother? I couldn't hear. I heard it, but I wasn't sure who said it. One of the girls either. I, I feel like it might have been Kendall. She was like, all right, brother from another mother. And I was like, that's very funny for someone to actually say to someone who is. <sighs> A brother from another mother. Truly, an actual. And I thought Bro- Brody would probably do okay. He's playing with them in the way that, like, grown people play with kids that you want them to leave you alone, but yeah. you're still playing. Yeah. Then this weird, nasty friend who needs to go to jail immediately, Frankie walks in. Who was on the hills. For another face from the Ugh. hills. Frankie was a major, not major, but a character. So I was like, this is crazy. And I'm sure at the time, this blew my mind when this was airing. Yeah. Frankie walks in and he's like, where are the hot chicks? And Brody's like, here they are, joking. And then it gets disgusting so fast. It's so horrible. It's so upsetting. He basically, they still have that awful stripper pole. And the girls start joking about girls gone wild and thinking they know what it is. The girls are what? Maybe like 10? Well, they're like maybe 11 and 13. So they probably know what it is. I feel like they do because they like are mimicking basically. They're like running around the stripper pole. Pretending to flash. Pretending to flash. And... It's like all clearly meant to be like so scandalous. It is like exactly how little girls would act. Yes. Like going like woo, woo, woo. But like you're only holding the shirt up above your belly button. Like you. They're already wearing like weird strappy tank tops and like (laughs) ruffly. It's like so weird. Uh, And then Frankie starts filming Filming. the girls. Gets out a big gigantic camcorder. I'm going to be their manager one day. It was like barf. So truly horrible so let just for anyone who's not clear on this visual a man in his 20s mid friend mid 20s is has a camera out and is filming two preteen girls as they like like whiz around a stripper pole and pretend to flash him pretend to be girls gone he's pretending to be a girls gone wild cameraman right while they pretend to be women flashing him oh it like really makes my my skin crawl that's he, at least Brody is enough to be like stop that I know Brody's reaction actually played Brody's not a good actor and when he walked in I was like I almost think he really was oh, I think surprised he, like I he think, was truly like what is what are you yeah, doing I think he was disgusted because he's that's beyond his range because any, any brother <laughs> would be even if like you don't care that much you'd still be like oh don't sexualize my little sisters Ugh, Frankie needs to go to prison immediately send him to jail let's go get him let's uh, I, I now him, I, let him let him stay at Joe Francis's uh <laughs> house on the beach that's a prison cell that's a prison oh house so, only that the most compromised people ever can go to <laughs> so then Caitlin is headed to Puerto Vallarta. Weirdly enough, she shows up right as the, oh, right in the, the middle of the photo shoot. The timing of that. Screech. So then, yeah, the, the girls are in the middle of their like nasty photo shoot. I say nasty, not as a body shaming, slut shaming, but, but because a, it's an ugly photo shoot. Yeah, it was like. So like the bathing suits are hideous. I They're styled it, horribly. You can tell it smelled. Yes. And like, ugh, it just was like, I was like, I know this vibe. It, it is so specific to that era of L.A. too. And, and it's like, so ugh. influenced by uh, the simple life. I was, as you were, I was like, I hope she says the simple life. It's so like very just like, this is how Nicole Richie would act. Yes. It's very like party girls. It's just like this kind of like partied out party girl like eh, vibe. Yeah. And it was so L.A. in the like. 
this exact time. Like this was like your low hands and your like the attitude and Paris and everybody. It was just being like, like bad girls, bad girls just like running around LA being like, eh, we're nasty. And it's like, which more power to them. I was going to say it's empowering on this weird level, but it's also just like bad clothes and bad yeah. looks. <laughs> also just weird to see like whenever Caitlin walks up, Rob in his swim trunks, was he holding a boom mic or did I make that? I got to tell you something. I did not clock Rob in this episode at yeah, all. He's modeling as well. I never saw him. He has this big saucer nipples. That must be like. I shouldn't body shame. Good body, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Look, if you want to pick on current Rob. Yeah. No, have at it. Because I don't want to pick evolved. on current Rob. I well, only pick on skinny well, Rob. He's evolved into a monster. Yeah. So. He's bad. Back then he was sweet. I think it's very funny though that I watched it too and I did not see Rob which says a lot about like who I'm looking for <laughs> <laughs> or that he looked that different to me because I did not even put him in my notes. I didn't know he was there. Just remember his big nipples. I don't know why. Maybe all nipples are that big. I gotta go back and Mine look Mine are I the guess. size of little dimes. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tiny little dime right here. Uh, so basically, Caitlyn interrupts the shoot. It's all going haywire. Also, meanwhile, the shoot itself is off the rails. They're having some weird feud with the photo with the not the photographer, the but designer. with the stylist or designer. The girl herself, Ashley Page. She's it's like so weird because she's trash talking them. They're tra- it's so you don't actually ever. It says a lot because I feel like this episode must have informed them a lot. Because they're so, especially Kim is so insistent about being like a very professional person. Mm-hmm. And she talks about it very constantly, very con- constantly. Um, and I was like, this is playing like very unflatteringly. Like, yeah. I don't think that she looked that crazy. Like the shots, as I was saying before, like the shots that they cut to when she's like, okay, this is why you pay for models, you know? And that like you, I was like, I bet you at this time they were nightmares. I bet you they were nightmares. But also with. on, I will say. On the flip side of it, they're in the sun yes. for hours. It's hard. It looks like it is so, hard work. So I, I will say that like she's like, yes, this is why you pay for models who know they have no worth. Totally. That's what she's saying. And they're saying, this is so hard. We're exhausted. We haven't had water in hours. Right. So like, yeah, they're being unprofessional in that professional means you shut up, suck it up because you're just bodies to us. I see that. I also think that maybe it was just cut together that way. But like the shots of the of Courtney, like just hanging with Scott and stuff like it just happened to be this montage that looked like them kind of just like hanging out. All I could see was them in the sun and then the other people trying to shade themselves while they were photographing them. Like Mm -hmm. there was like one shot where it showed the crew like under umbrellas. And I was like, yeah, you're putting those girls. They're in, they're in Mexico in the summer yeah. in, on the beach. They're probably like dehydrated as fuck. Yeah, but it sucks. so I like, thought like you know like yeah it's unprofessional, but people really do treat you like you're yeah uh, like a prop. Yeah. So yeah, they talk trash, blah blah, blah and then Caitlin shows up, and Chris is like, I guess I should go talk. To-. Well, Caitlin goes is like, I'm gonna take a shower and a nap, uh, because she is the oldest, crankiest person. Uh, <laughs> well, she also says a very she has a barrage of condescending sentences, which was a uh, um, real classy Chloe, right? <laughs> As Chloe like falls into the sand. It was yeah, <laughs> like uh, there was this line that was like. Um, Oh, my God. What was it? Yeah, they keep saying class. Oh, yeah. The, well, isn't it interesting? The high road is always the good road. Isn't that interesting? And I was like, you God, are you're so Republican. <laughs> such a Republican. And they're obsessed. The high road's the right one. He also talks about the wild and crazy media. You'll pay dearly. And it was like, 
Uh, it is so like just a Republican. It's so wild. I mean, not like, but like you know, like anyone's Republican dad. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's yeah, just like, like you not could, just a Republican, but specifically that Republican dad it's vibe. It's just a very fake news vibe. <laughs> oh man, Kaylin, Kaylin, Kaylin. So yeah, sucks. they. What's how's the wrap up on this? So oh. they. Oh, so Chris apologizes and goes, "I will never lie to my husband again." But uh, yeah, we know that she will time and time and time again. She's, I mean, the end of this, like the wrap up of this, is very intense because yeah. it's Caitlyn and Chris and like then they he, she's like you he's it's like you need to take a shower and it's like I'll come and I'll make the shower amazing and she's a seductress and it's this like really and Caitlyn's like you're coming in the shower we got to have special sex time <laughs> it's like this awkward just like their I believe their their relationship is obviously real at this time and they have con- the connection oh, and yeah. physicality but just as we've talked about before it's really intense to watch you're just like this is this must have been a really complicated emotional space to be in yeah all for both of them I mean I definitely believe that like when Caitlin was married to Chris in those earlier years that like it was very easy for Chris to seduce Caitlin with totally. like sex because that's all she knows <gasps> she's Chris like little. you smell like you need it it's such a crazy vibe you don't see that Chris that much you know no and I was at uh, these days and I was like well because you don't see her in like a super serious relationship and she's certainly yeah, she's not just like been that. dating Corey yeah, for five certain, years it's not her vibe with Corey but they wrap up the shoot wraps up they get the billboard shot yeah um i desperately need to go back and i want to look up that billboard really badly i think we forget too how much endorsing they did or mm-hmm. we don't forget but we don't see it as often because they all have their kim, own lines kim and uh endorsed midori yes melon liqueur yes. they had a credit card remember they got in big trouble because they had a credit card it was like a oh. kardashian credit card line and it was just like it was just, you know, whatever, like basically a, a them, their names stamped over a thing. But they got into like major trouble because it was like a shady company and oh. they were selling like f- lines of credit. Yeah, I guess they had to be like, oh, I guess we have to start paying attention to what we do. But then at the end, uh, Caitlin and uh, comes home and it's like pops a tape in the VCR. Just and as you want, as you want to do. It's her youngins stripping. Woo, woo, woo. Big reveal. Yeah. Big reveal. And it's one of those like, uh, Kendall and Kylie, you're going to need to get in here. I'm like, no, call Frankie. Call 911. <laughs> They're children. So let's not get upset with them. Ugh. Um, It was, th- this is. This this is so fun. These episodes are so wild. I am like oh so truly entertained by them. Next week is going to be the best because <gasps> it's the Playboy shoot where Kim's like, please don't make me pose nude. And then we'll get to hear the iconic line, right? You're, You're doing, doing great, great sweetie. sweetie. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh, man. Uh, tune in, guys. Uh, we're going to. It's it's the big Playboy up. This is like the la- a landmark episode. Man, when is Courtney? No, when is Chloe going to have her baby? <gasps> I hope I hope she has her baby and then is immediately flown back on private jet to Calabasas where she can recuperate and <sighs> rebuild. We have a lot ahead of us in the coming days. Um, our thoughts are with Chloe. Yes. For, first and foremost. So yes. like, we hope that this stress doesn't cause her to have in any way a complicated pre- like uh, birth deliver. I hope everything's still. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the thing is like it's as so much as we like race to dissect it, obviously, because that's saying that it's like it's such a it's such a bummer. And yeah. um, 
man, let's castrate Tristan. <laughs> the devil. Um, we the release, devil. We release new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please rate and review. Check out our Twitter, our Instagram, and like our Facebook page. Um, email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins. We haven't gotten one of those in a while. so No, get them out get here, it, guys. <gasps> Wait. What? Oh, everyone turned off already. What? This will teach you guys. What if you didn't, if you wait, I'm stopping the end of the show. Okay. Oh my God. What? People. Oh God. I have a student class who has a boyfriend who works at Dave and Buster's where Kylie goes sometimes. What? And one night his boyfriend texted him. Ky- OMG. Kylie Jenner is here and she's eating pretzel dogs. <laughs> and <laughs> his boyfriend responded with, uh, wrap up her leftovers oh. and the boyfriend did <laughs> and my student ate stop it kylie jenner's leftovers stop it. with oh. actual bites taken out of them i am so sad for everyone who's not getting to hear this story oh, but this will teach it, you a lesson will, this is so funny so you you have a first-hand experience with someone who <laughs> ate kylie's leftovers had kylie's dna inside of him <laughs> Oh, well, I like that this is the circle we run in. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay, rate, okay. review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Do the whole thing. Email us, Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. <laughs>